Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's that smell? <laughs> the Oscar goes to Hulk Hogan. Yes. Some choices were made, and a lot of cocaine was consumed. <laughs> you only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? When your back's to the wall, what will your answer be? We are wrestling at the movies, and what a treat this is to not only be watching uh, one of Terry Bollea's finest hours, he had a couple in his day, uh, but doing so uh, with the mind behind Movie Nights, Charmed Hard, a whole bunch of other amazing YouTube series, all specialising in the beautiful art that is movie, and it is Alison Pregler. Alison, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm excited to rewatch this masterpiece. <laughs> I was hoping when you know what it's one of those things where I I thought I really want uh, I want to watch uh, No Holds Barred for the for our podcast and and I, I kind of thought I'd like an excuse to to work with yourself because I know you've done stuff with OSW Review recently for uh, for Bay watching. So they're great. I, yeah, they are. They're good lads, aren't they? I know your partner is a big wrestling fan in Phelous, but I don't know how much of it sort of drifts onto you, whether you just sort of nod and roll with it or how much of it you truly are a wrestling fan. Well, for the last um, year or so, I've been rewatching like 99 to 2000 Attitude Era wrestling with him. So like I've been watching a lot of it and I'm I'm invested in it. It's just my brain like... It doesn't absorb everything. So, like, I really love the um, the soap opera parts of it. I'm really, like, I like the matches. I just don't remember, like, what to call the moves <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I like the, uh, the cruiserweights a lot because they do a lot of the high-flying stuff. Um, yeah, so I'm enjoying watching it at, um, with Phelan, especially because it's something that's so meaningful to him. So it's like, he's like, oh, this is when this happens. And wow, this was crap. Or this was, oh, this was great. Or we're coming up on this. And I'm like, yeah, I want to see what happens. 
Uh, is there a wrestler? You mentioned the cruiserweight division there. Um, you, is there a particular wrestler that has stood out to you uh, when you've been watching that you've gone, oh, I like them. They're my favorite. Um, I like the Hardy Boys. And I, I don't know if Jericho counts as cruiserweight in WWF, but I do like Jericho. And I like Mankind. I know he's not cruiserweight either, but <laughs> but those are the ones that I kind of like. Some of the big characters are what draws people in with wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. And none come bigger than Hulk Hogan, the the immortal Hulk Hogan, <laughs> who at the, at the height of his power was just this movie megastar. Uh, what is your experience of Hulk Hogan at the movies, Alison, before we get into the film today? Oh, man, I have seen all of Thunder in Paradise <laughs> um, and the, the movie forms of that. Um, just yesterday, <laughs> I was watching a terrible movie called McKinsey Island, McKinsey's Island that he was in. And I can safely say that is the worst Hulk Hogan movie for me. Wow. Um, I've that seen is... quite a bit of his, of his filmography. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite the that's quite the title that the ho that is the worst you know to tier list all the Hogan films that's the oh, worst. Yeah. Have what? you had the pleasure of McKinsey's Island? Sadly, I have not. I've had oh. the pleasure. I think for me, like they're all bad in their own beautiful way. Like you've got your Suburban Commandos, your Mister Nannies, uh, yeah, and things like this. But No Holds Barred is one that I've never actually seen the whole way through. Ooh. I've seen I've seen it in in review form. Like via the lads at OSW and such like that. Well, um, the video was great. Oh, it's great. But so I thought I really want to watch it, and I thought, do I do I watch it before we chat? I went, no, no, I want it raw <laughs> as it starts, and, I, and I'm going to drink it all in. So how this rolls, if you're listening at home, is that Alison and I are going to watch No Holds Barred because that's a thing that we do, and uh, you have the opportunity to watch along with us. It is available via Amazon Video. You may even have it on digital versatile disc. Uh, and we'll count you down and you essentially watch No Holds Barred with us. We'll give you a second to get that ready right now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
On go on your device of choice, press play on uh, No Holds Barred. We'll talk you through some of the visual points so you can keep up. And in three, a two, a one, a go. Now, is there a particular movie company that seems to keep popping up? Because a lot of stuff that you do, Alison, is based on the, the world of, of pretty bad films. And oh, is there a particular man. movie company that just keeps coming up in these conversations? I mean, the asylum comes up a lot. Um, Full Moon Studios. Uh, <laughs> um, a lot of the ones that I talk about um, are like independent movies. And when you see like it's named after the director, like you kind of know this is like their vanity project kind of thing. So it's not always the same film company, but there's some staples. With, uh, with this one, I know that this is long before WWE films became a thing. Right. But they have become a, a, a bit of a, a machine of making pretty bad wrestling-themed or action-themed movies. Man. And I think this film, like Hulk Hogan, opened the door to it. <laughs> yeah. Look at oh this my God, sweaty what a monster. boy. Oh, the, yeah, one thing about this film that sticks with me, it's a gross film. <laughs> it's just, you can kind of smell it, is the thing. <laughs> That's what The Rock would have wanted. Yeah. You know now, what? The, th the best thing that came out of WWE Studios to me, I've seen like a handful of varying quality stuff. This is pretty good. But I think my favorite is The Big Show Show on Netflix. <laughs> that is special. That yeah. is special. Like, it's, it, it is, it's almost like they, they took a template of how do we do a, a sitcom from the 90s. Let's just follow that oh, yeah. note for note. Beat for beat. Oh, it's absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's a whirlwind of emotion watching the Big Show show. <laughs> I just, I, I like the fact that someone made it. And oh, yeah. What, what I love is, as we're seeing, we're seeing Mean Gene Oakland and Jace, Jesse the Body Ventura here. So, essentially, this is Hulk Hogan with a colour palette change. So he was told as Rip to play, that says it all, executive producers Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Oh, man, it's good shit. <laughs> it's just good shit. Now, if only Hulk Hogan was wearing a giant cowboy hat, then maybe <laughs> this movie could have been improved. Do you think all it needed was the cowboy hat and with that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan was told just to play Hulk Hogan in this yeah. film. And, and, and as you can tell, it's a role he's born to play. <laughs> just he's so the, good at it, the, Oh, he's brilliant at it. You know, why mess with success? I mean, I've seen... There was a movie he did called uh, Assaults on uh, Devil Witch Island. Mountain. On Witch Mountain. <laughs> yeah, on Devil's Island. And, like, it was him and the Baywatch folks doing it again. But they tried to, like, look, make him look like a normal human being. Like, they gave him, like, a kind of brownish wig and the mustache was gone. And I was like, this is, like... This ain't gonna work, folks. And it didn't. <laughs> Uh, this is my favourite 90s movie trope, which is the grey-suited evil billionaires <laughs> of Globe Corp. If you're going to get, like, an evil grey-suited billionaire, Kurt Fuller is, like, the one to go for. Because he, like, he is so hammy in this movie. Oh, that's, he um... What? Who Pellegrino? Ron Pellegrino? John? Lou, uh, Lou Ringo. No, no, no. The uh, the guy, the blonde. Um... Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, 
Is I'm totally Pop-Pop forgetting his name. It's something Peregrino. We're, Supernatural fans will know who he is. Hang on, we're gonna we're gonna IMDb it, Alison. Hang on. Okay. We're gonna IMDb it. Otherwise, it'll just live in our brain. Um, okay, starring. Keep an eye on the action for me whilst my eyes off the ball. Uh, Mark Pellegrino. Mark Pellegrino. That's what it is. Yeah, he's a big name now. I think in this movie, isn't it? He just like gets hurt early on, and then it's like, oh shucks. Get he's walk. Ki- <laughs> he's kind of the Adrian type role <laughs> but but you know in a different way he's a bit aged like because he, he's he's the one that kind of has the key to hulk hogan's heart that is in a weird way he seems to at least anyway i'm very do you know what what upsets me is i think with with wwe they're very careful with this and the way they shoot now they're showing a lot of empty seats for a rip match like <laughs> he's not the draw he thinks he is look at those empty seats you know, if they just pipe in some cheers, then it'll make it seem like people are more into it, though. <laughs> oh, they'd love doing that now. That's been the that's <laughs> been the joy for WWE of not competing, uh, not not being able to tour and have fans there. They just pipe the noises in. Now, yeah, you know, like seeing um, Hulk Hogan and Jesse Ventura both in this. I will say this: I think Hulk Hogan is a better actor than Jesse Ventura, <laughs> having seen Abraxas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Abraxas is a treat. <laughs> oh, man. Abraxas is... Look, it's funny. It's tough, though. It's tough. <laughs> who would you say, Alison, as an aficionado of such of such things, who is the greatest sort of corrupt billionaire bad guy of 90s cinema? Like, in terms of the character. Is there, a, is the there character? A, at least at least a top three for you? Like, a, like, a, like what of him? Like, is there, a, is there a top three for you? Did Back to the Future 2, was that 90s? Because I'd say Biff Tannen, but if it's 80s... I, yeah, so so Biff, when he was running like the world I, after he got the almanac. I mean, technically, in the future, it was past the 90s, chronologically for them, That's but I think true. the movie was was still 80s. Who's the mm. 90s one? Who's the 90s-est? I'm thinking, because I, I th- in terms of, like... It just seems like such a popular trope to have... I run a multi-million dollar company and I'm yeah. going to buy everything. <laughs> and this man wants to buy Rip. As oh, we'll man. Find well, out. <laughs> the ultimate's got to be Vince McMahon then, though, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the world, this is important because it's the World Television Network. It's always in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like how England never wins the World Series. <laughs> That's statue for a start. What else has he been in that's been, like, he was in Wayne's World, wasn't he? Uh, I think he was. He's been in so much stuff. He was also in Supernatural, Kurt Fuller. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, he did an interview. Uh, there was an article where it's, like, um, talking about, like, uh, the various roles he's done over the years. And he talked about this, how, like, it was, like, the hammiest he ever was. Like, they told him, just, like, just go, like, <laughs> just go for it. And he did. <laughs> just absolutely own it. Yeah. Like, he's one of the great overactors too. Like, and he knows it. Like, he, if you, <laughs> like, he knows he can just like completely like over the top. They actually bring him in for a wrestling show at one point, which I really love. Oh, did they? Like, like to they, tie in with this, or? to tie in with the film. They do like the movie, the match for Saturday night's main event, and they have him 
in a backstage segment going, I've come here to buy Hulk Hogan. It's like, well, weren't you trying to buy Rip? You've just, it's like a character's jumped through the screen and now you're oh, in right. the real world. Did they did they bring in Tiny Lister for it as well? Yes, right. they did. Right. They had, they had Zeus wrestling on multiple occasions. <laughs> In bunny rabbit but he, ears. But he wasn't really a wrestler, right? That was the the deal. Like they they're promoting it, but like it's kind of obvious he's an actor first. Yeah, yeah. He was um actor first. Although actually, no, no, I tell a lie. What they did was they kind of treated it as Zeus has, has kind of jumped through the screen and now he's here to kill Hulk Hogan. <laughs> they and they just sort of owned that. They didn't like they go they kind of reference he's from the film, but it's just more the case of Zeus is here. And he's here to kill Hulk Hogan. Wrestling now, is so good. It's Wrestling great, is it? so good. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's bloody good. Because when it, when it knows that it's bollocks, wrestling's the absolute best. When it oh, gets man. that it's bollocks. I, th- I th- thought he said bollocks then. So here we go. This Again, executive producer Vincent Mann and Hulk Hogan. He's the biggest drawer in television. And I need him on my network. <laughs> It's the best. <laughs> Listen, that's just beautiful. Beautiful cinematic magic, that is. Smashing the glass. I'm going to smash him, etc. What was the movie, Alison, that inspired you to start making movie nights? Undefeatable with Cynthia Rothrock. Ooh. It was uh, it was one of those early YouTube um, viral clips. Like there was a clip going around just called like the worst fight scene ever or something like that. And it was just these two beefy dudes like they're ripping their shirts off. They're licking their knives. They're just going for it. And then Cynthia Rothrock, martial arts legend, <laughs> runs in there and it all culminates in this guy getting meat hooked in the eye. And she goes like, um. <laughs> oh, shoot uh, oh, i'm totally forgetting the line like see you around stingray or something like that <laughs> i'm gonna f- i'm gonna feel so bad that i like messed up the line but it was so good i had to see this whole movie and the whole thing is like that and it just it really got me onto movies that are so bad it's good and it just you went i just need to talk about, i need to tell multiple people about this film it oh needs- have you ever the- have you seen it or do you know what i'm talking about i know i i know of it i've not seen it Unfortunately. Okay. Oh, the line is keep. We'll keep an eye out for you, Stingray. Yeah, see ya. That's <laughs> that's the line. I prefer see you around, Stingray. That's a funner line. I do believe. <laughs> it's weird watching this stuff because the 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 wrestling and the movies and and uh, the era of Hulk Hogan I'm more familiar with is '90s Hulk Hogan when he had like steroided less, <laughs> so he's like shrunk down. He was he's like somebody ju- put him in the wash, full. and he was just a bit. He was thinner in every sense. <laughs> he's just he's he's a thick boy <laughs> in this he, one. I like it. he's he's just full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. I just like how much this plays up to Hulk's. Um, <laughs> I want to say ego, ego. It's in, it's in the little things to me, Alison. It's mm-hmm. the fact that as he's arriving in the building, everyone's going, "Oh, hey, Hulk! Oh, hey, Rip! Oh, hey, Rip!" Like everyone so, loves me here. So this scene, I I read a th- behind the scenes thing about this. So um, I believe it's this scene where Hogan he stuffs the check in his mouth, mm-hmm. like to get back at him, like for insulting him with this offer. And he, um, he did it for real. Like, he didn't realize, like, this is a movie. 
Like, you're not supposed to actually, like, hurt the actor. And so, like, he nearly chokes him. Like, and so Kurt Fuller's, like, dying over there. <laughs> oh, but bless apparently him. he felt really bad about it. He's like, oh, sorry, brother. I don't know. <laughs> Decent Hulk impression, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've been but, honing it all these years. <laughs> but that's but that's a wrestling thing where they go, you know what, you know, if you you got to feel the pain like we do, pay your dues yeah. and all that stuff. You're it's, just doing it for real. Yeah. So, yeah. So that was See, so, that was a shoot, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brent worked him, he worked himself into a shoot, brother. It's so weird, too, when you're dealing with this era when they were introducing this into the wrestling ring, because um, this was still when uh, kayfabe was like, you didn't break kayfabe, you just pretended this was all real. So it's like, this is the movie, but it's real, but it's like, at the same, everything at the same time. They they kind of, they blur the lines beautifully. Hulk Hogan's do-rag is a conversation that comes up a lot in wrestling. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I've just remembered this bit. Because he hasn't signed the deal. I, I presume they had two limos ready. One for if he signed the deal and one for if he didn't. <laughs> this is the evil limo. <laughs> yes. Get, get him in the evil limo. Because imagine, imagine getting him in this one. No, he signed. What have you done? You've killed him. <laughs> There's so much attempted murder in this movie. <laughs> More than I think would be acceptable in real life, I would think. But it's all right, though, because Hulk Hogan is so strong. He can literally kick a car door off. Look at I it. love how strong Hogan is in anything. There's there's a Thunder in Paradise where he's just, like, busting down doors, ripping pipes out of the wall, whatever. He's just the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> anything he, any chance he gets to look like the strongest boy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes. Uh, there's an overcompensation thing. I'm intrigued to know why they send, like, this... This poor old limo driver to do the get to do the deal. Like he looks like he's gonna snap. Like why would you not send somebody that's got a little bit more beef to get his foot stuck? <laughs> oh, now this again! I believe is another this, another iconic scene coming up. Is this leading into the Dookie scene, or is that it's later? It's leading into the Dookie scene. I do believe. Is this the Dookie scene? Yeah. It always comes around to the Dookie scene. Before I'd ever seen this, I knew the Dookie scene. <laughs> yeah. Who's that jumping yeah. out of the sky? Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Mysterio. Here we go. I love this it. This is absolutely incredible. It lift Look him up that. by He's his arm. <laughs> I mean, I won't lie. If Hogan wrestled, if Hogan wrestled like this, he'd have had another thirty years on his career. Oh, I think he'd have made. Yeah. I think he'd have made another mi- another billion. Are you saying that the finger poke of doom was not equally impressive? I mean, it's it it certainly turned the tide in the wrestling world, but probably not in the way that many <laughs> hoped. I'd rather have seen him jump out of the roof of a limo, a, a limo that didn't have a skylight. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Defying physics. <laughs> Hogan doesn't sell gravity. That's what we're learning from this. <laughs> this is just I don't a... job to gravity, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all dead. Within a minute, not a single scratch on oh, him. Oh, man. Yeah, that is the dookie guy. And is that the limo driver? I thought the dookie guy. I believe the limo driver is the dookie guy. Oh, my God. What an iconic role. He never got anything better than that. <laughs> this, was this, this was the peak and the trough of his career. Now, some having, decent moves here. 
Snake eyes. There you go. Big boot, snake eyes. Moves he's never done in a wrestling ring, Alison. That he's showing that he is capable of doing. Maybe, you know, if you got like some, some uh, movie magic to help you out, you can sell it a little better. Maybe kept it's it, not a... kept it simple. He kept yeah. it simple. Again, just refusing just to use conventional methods. Here we go, here we go. Oh, <laughs> for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's trying to bite him. <laughs> Hogan is acting his head off here. <laughs> Absolutely the stunning. Oscar goes to Hulk Hogan. Yes. <laughs> Some choices were made and a lot of cocaine was consumed. <laughs> This is what happens when the when the, when the canteen, when the, when the catering department is just coke. <laughs> just a table of coke. Get amongst it, lads. So on the to go back to movie nights, because I do want to talk a bit more about, about movie nights as we go today. Um okay. talk about the movie that got us kicked off. Uh, is there was there a moment early on that you still look back on and, and are really proud of, one that stands up that you think that's a favourite moment of mine in, in a video that I've made, something that really stands out to you? What's a favorite moment in a video? Yeah. That's hard because, like, anything, uh, once it's made, I look back and, like, I, I don't want to <laughs> look don't back think at that about anymore. It. Yeah, it's hard when it's your own work. Um, I, I did, like, I did um, my 100th video, What I, if you call that early on. It's forever ago now. I've been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> but um, my 100th video I did on Evil Dead 2, which is my favorite movie. And, um... I did this whole big uh, musical number at the end and had all my friends come in and do little bits. And uh, I, I was really proud of that one. And I, I like how the video turned out because uh, it's a movie that's really special to me. Do you feel like as obviously you say 100 was was many, many years ago, like yeah. the, the, the what you do now, like this, this, it's the, the industry's changed so much. And obviously there's many more people doing it. Is there anything you've done to sort of adapt what you do as a, as a YouTuber. Because I chatted to Phelous about this for an episode of Desert Island Graps, and he's very much of the mindset of, well, I'm just staying the course. I'm just going to do the stuff that I like to do. And, and that makes me happy, and I'll do it until I don't want to do it anymore. Are you in a similar place, or have you adapted a bit of what you do? I mean, my stuff has changed a lot, because that's what I wanted to do, which is what Phelan decided too. Both of us, like... Um, started out there was like a format for these video reviews we started uh well he started before me but um basically we got uh, our big breaks on that guy with the glasses.com and a lot of that stuff was formatting it to what doug walker was doing and eventually just churning out a, a weekly video uh you know summarizing a movie summarizing a movie with jokes you get kind of tired of doing the same format all the time or staying with the same type of film people would have their own niche of what kinds of films they were doing and um so eventually i changed my format in like 2015 to more conversational things so sometimes i'll have guests on and we'll just talk about the movie at hand or i'll talk about it myself in a more loose structure not just a going beat by beat over what happens in the movie and i found that was more fulfilling to me to just um to talk about it more casually and to do my own thing so i think everyone finds their own voice but as far as like 
you know, the algorithm and like what makes you um, stay on top on YouTube. It just, it makes you go insane if you think about it that way. You just, you have to do what you want to do and hopefully people will follow along with you. It's all about marching to the beat of your own drum and believing yeah. in yourself. Like Hulk Hogan, when he put that white suit on and went, <laughs> I believe in myself tonight. Suit. It's a great white suit, but wow. And it has to be a custom job because you can't find a suit like in that size. <laughs> that has been extended. Proportions. Yeah. The, the gentle, the wallflower in the, in the center, <laughs> in the white suit, would love, would love to see the chef. It's just I I like the fact that like he is he is so too bra on brand all times like Rip is always in white here he is in a gorgeous <laughs> white suit that highlights his luscious long blonde hair and we get the stroppy chef at a posh restaurant it's another wonderful nineties trope he's got white and he goes to like a, a powder blue color at some point yeah that's also yes he does indeed colors. yeah again yeah. it's just it's just like a like a palette swap like a like a glitched Hulk Hogan. A bootleg, a bootleg Hulk Hogan is what we have. It's like when you're when you're playing Mortal Kombat and you both pick Hulk Hogan. One of you's got to be the Blue Hogan. Yeah, exactly. Right now, here is we we transition from lovely restaurant to squalid biker territory. To <laughs> Again, everything's the... just kind of gross. You like look at the floor, like how gross that is. Just that covered smells in of bo. That place smells like bo. <laughs> You know for a fact that when, when the, if a smoking ban ever came in, it would stink of Domestos. But right now it smells of B.O. and smoke. You got the butt crack. <laughs> they've made a choice. I feel like there are some choices too. You can tell that that was Vince McMahon's contribution to the script. I want a butt crack. Get, get in there. That's what so funny. Uh, that is a wrestler. I can point that out. That is Mad Dog Vachon. Oh, the, that, the, that's a '80s era wrestler. Indeed, it is. Beefy boy, big fan of his work. Had a had, a had a fake leg. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, he has a fake leg. Just just a did, fun, he, did he did he go with it or did he hide it or? Um, he no. Well, it was later in his life that he had it changed. But uh, I say I say changed like 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 he changed he the got odor. The leg back afterwards. Like, <laughs> I decided just to have one leg for a bit. Um, <laughs> It was used as a weapon in a match in 1996, but not by him. He was a spectator in the crowd. And, oh, my uh, God. Kevin Nash pulled his leg off and used it. It was lovely. So this was in WCW then? WWF, 96. So it was just before oh, he left. Oh, 96, he was still before there. Before he okay. left. It was uh, right. not long before he sold us to, to look at the adjective play. It was a good time. There was, um, was it one of the... No, I'm thinking of someone else. There, there was another wrestler that had a fake leg, but like hit it, like he had a fake foot. There was Kerry Von Erich. Right, the Von uh, Erichs. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he lost his, uh, he lost his ankle in an accident, in a, in a vehicle accident, and right. uh, he had a fake one underneath, um, which he, which really hampered him later on in his career, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's. That was the other guy that did. I'm looking at the other wrestlers that were in this because there was. You can tell it's a real wrestler because of the forehead. Yeah, the forehead. You, forehead? you, you know, worn and, <laughs> and scabby. Behind, yeah. behind uh, those guys, then, as the waiter was taking the order, uh, there was a guy chewing tobacco, just looking like he was gonna punch you for looking at him. Uh, that was <laughs> Stan the Lariat Hansen, uh, who, who had a big career in Japan, uh, and is is and is credited as Neanderthal. There he is. Nice. There's Neanderthal. Stand the oh Larry at Hamilton. Oh my God! This, just the tobacco on the chin. 
It's an incredibly strong look. It truly is. It, with the crop top uh, combined, it's just very good. There was, yeah, like so the, it, a lot of other wrestlers in this. Sorry, go on. I feel like that guy, the glasses guy, He's uh, he also plays kind of this type a lot. He seems to get chucked into this. Again, like just sort of never, never the main bad guy, never the main antagonist, but sort of like a lackey of mm -hmm. the antagonist, like somebody yeah. a, a couple of a couple of rungs down. Never the main one. Never the main one. What, what would you say? I'm sure you've seen some other Hulk Hogan films. What oh, would you say that is the there, best? That there. Pointing that out very quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I know he's only blinking. You miss it. The oh. biggest star of this entire film outside of Hulk Hogan has just had his one bit. And he's gone. What? And what in that? the in the cage was Peter Dinklage. Nice. Actual Peter oh Dinklage. Oh my god. Now we I bet might... he looks back very fondly on this. Oh, it's I, I think many say <laughs> that it is the highlight of his career. <laughs> That's great. There he is. Dinklage the, himself. The wild Dinklage, because a Lannister always pays his debts. <laughs> so I I apologize, I interrupt you, Alison. What was it you, you said, sorry? I apologize. Oh, that's fine. Um, so what, what would you Dinklage. say in out of the ones that you've watched is the best and worst Hulk Hogan film? Right, best, best Hulk Hogan film. Can I count? Can I count? Um, can I count Gremlins Two as a Hulk Hogan film? <laughs> yes, you can. I count Gremlins <laughs> just simply because the other just before Christmas, me and the good lady watched it, and I genuinely forgot he was in it. So when they do that bit in the cinema, I was like, nice. Oh my god, there he is! And just again. <laughs> Playing Hulk Hogan because that's what he does. Um, Amazing. I will put Suburban Commando as as my favourite though. There's something. There's that's a deep favorite? charm. There's a deep charm. A deep crap charm about Suburban <laughs> Commando. The fact that it that's contains where he's what an alien in that one. He's an alien. He's he's a he, he comes down as a crime fighter from space <laughs> who's on his um... holidays on Earth. <laughs> And then he, he he meets up with Christopher Lloyd, right? He That's does the one? indeed. Who okay. is a hard on his look a guy working for a guy similar to this, like a, an eccentric millionaire globe corp type, who uh, and, and he ends up helping him. And then then we see Hulk get hunted by fellow aliens, one of which is Mark Calloway, aka the Undertaker. So we nice. get Hogan Undertaker in a movie oh, having a big fight through a through a a car park great that's one stuff. i've not seen but you've just sold me on it i need to see it you want to listen heard of it but Chris christopher lloyd delivers his, his epic line i was frozen today in yeah, that yeah. film it's 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 the best and uh best so that's my top tier for suburban commando the the tiers aren't that high for hoganville <laughs> uh bottom tier um i'd probably go santa with muscles just because it's a <laughs> Just because it's, it's, I mean, this is close to epic Hogan tosh, but I love the wrestling factor of it. Santa with muscles, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't quite get into as much as Suburban Commando. Yeah, Santa with muscles got a lot of the, the little orphan kids, um, the, uh, the, the fight with the doctor guy that kicked. It did have Ed Leslie as a samurai or a sumo <laughs> or something very racist. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> It was uh, Ed, Ed Leslie. What? See, look at this. Look, why? What is, why is any of this necessary in this <laughs> film? There's like a truffle of shit. <laughs> Again, it's a film you can smell, that poor dog. Yeah. Uh, I just want to pat him. I feel funny seeing dogs in films, Alison, because I always remember they think this is all real. 
<laughs> I think it's funny when it's supposed to be a mean dog, but you can see their tail wagging. They're clearly having a great time, and they're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> Is dog. that why? I, I heard a rumor, and, I, and, and, and yeah, as an aficionado, I'm sure you can shed some light on this. They don't always. They try not to film the dogs' tails because it gives away they're having a lovely time if they're a menacing oh. dog. So whenever you see angry dogs, they'll they'll avoid if they can, as as two guys just take a piss. Um, <laughs> they'll avoid showing how happy the dogs are to be there. I've never heard that. I've always I always look for the tail when I'm watching a dog, but maybe that's why they had a dog with the little stubby tail here, so you couldn't tell as much. <laughs> here's, right. Here's the thing. None of this really is consequential to no. the movie. None of this Pencil is got, like... Pencil Net Geek, Lewis and Clark. I'm just looking at the graffiti, actually. <laughs> Mom. Little Superman reference, Lewis and Clark, yeah. nearly. Though, Lewis and Clark would be the explorers, yeah? Because Lois and oh, Clark could be... Oh, of course. Silly me. That'd be okay. Unless you're talking maybe the movie Almost Heroes. That would I, be the I, explorers. Sa but... I sadly wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Stan Hansen just grabbing his pecker and leaving. Zombies live. <laughs> Thanks, Stan. Here's your 50 quid. Thanks for doing the film, mate. <laughs> you absolute <laughs> radio rental. He was bonkers with Stan Hansen. Just oh, yeah? uh, quite often just aggressive and <laughs> awful to be around. But just, you know, it, it, but in the spirit of the era, just <laughs> always smoking, chewing tobacco, beating up young people, you know. It was Pally. It was what we did on the day. It was how we rolled back in the day. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a favorite era of, for wrestling then? Um, for me, I would probably say I think the Attitude Era that we talked about. I think we've talked about that. I think that to me was when I kind of came into, but came back into it as a wrestling fan. I think the Golden Era, maybe, which is like the Hogan Era. There's still something special about that because I was that was when I discovered all of this nonsense. Um, it sounds really soft, right? It's a rubbish answer, but I always say to people, you know what? The era that we're in now is brilliant because yeah. for a new fan, there is more wrestling every week, more new wrestling every week that you could ever hope to consume. And mm -hmm. even if you don't like what's happening now, because of the power of the internet, you have access to pretty much every wrestling match that's ever happened anywhere whenever oh, yeah, you want yeah. to watch it. Like, this is such a cool time to be a fan because even if you're not bothered by what's happening now, you can just watch everything whenever you want yeah. to it's great and considering like um back then there wasn't like a lot there was like occasional releases of stuff or pay-per-views but it's not like you could just go back and watch old episodes of raw or you know all of the 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 weekly episodes so like you'd have to have them on tape and then circulate them around this way but now you can just go on the peacock network or it used to be the wwe network and you could just watch everything that you wanted to watch and it's there it's just all there waiting for you. And there's Hulk Hogan, not quite in makeup yet. Early days. Of... Oh, he's still in it. He's still hanging in it. I thought he'd be done by now, Stan Hansen. <laughs> so they're filming. So so this bit, So we, we I talked over the press conference a bit. So um, they they are looking for WTN. So this is... This I love is... that they made their teeth rotten, by the way. <laughs> they wouldn't have to do much. That, that lady, they just put like makeup on her teeth so she has rotten teeth. <laughs> so this is wtn they can't they can't get rip to join their network so therefore they're building a wrestling promotion without rip to spite him and they're gonna find their rip their personal champion it's the, the it's such a spurious reason to set this up and it's just the fact that this is a 
WTN is a well-to-do television company. Yeah. Yeah. They're and having, we like press conferences and everything. Yeah, but we've just decided we could easily rent out, you know, the Knickerbocker. We could rent out the Sky Dome and do a nice rest. No, we're going to go to this bar that blatantly stinks of piss and just have drunks fight. <laughs> this is bum fights with a budget, basically, is what they've put on. On a respectable network, it's hilarious. Can I can I just say, so I've been re-watching, or uh, watching for the first time, a lot of Attitude Era stuff. And some stuff I know, some I don't, because I've watched a lot of OSW videos. Like, I know stuff about the history of wrestling, so I know some of this stuff. Some of my favorites are when they're doing, like, hardcore matches, and then they just, like, go into, like, throwing food at each other, or they're, like, running around backstage or doing just a bunch of ridiculous stuff. And I did quite enjoy, there was a match leading up to the whole Butterbean thing with Bart Gunn and um, Hardcore Holly, where they just keep pulling out, like, groceries and stuff from, like, <laughs> under the ring, as if, like, someone was just, like, they just put their groceries there, and they're like, oh, no, they found the, the bananas, uh, the flour, no, ah, oh. <laughs> everything's, and it was just very good, and I feel like Bart Gunn really, like, they they screwed him over so much because like that was so good they could have used him for so much more he could have been a lot more than he was like but 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 gun underrated in the hardcore division for reasons like that yeah. and you talk of underrated look at this lad here tiny lister tiny zeus lister. has entered the has confirmed for brawl why did they- why did they do the eyebrow this way? <laughs> Why did they decide on this? It's a nice little caterpillar. He looks like Helga from Hey Arnold. It's yeah, yeah. It's like that. <laughs> it looks like it's sharpied on though. It doesn't look real. <laughs> That's what's so weird about it. I just, I, 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 it's the eyes. I'm so sorry, but it's difficult to take like him seriously as a monster. Oh. <laughs> love him. God love him. He made, he made more money than I ever wished to. God love him. I'm no one to talk. But this is our. This is the guy that is going to stand up to Hulk Hogan, and he's about to just clatter these no-name marks. In the ring you now. know, you just know when Vince McMahon saw him, he's just like, yeah, he's That's big a lot of beef. He's so big. I he like could be him. In the, he could be in the WBF. Yeah. <laughs> WBF <laughs> reference. I'm a fan. I like it. But Vince- I love seeing the old Seth. ads for that too. Like, oh my god! <laughs> you got like d- muscle dudes with guitars and flames around them, and like, yes. Vince's favorite was Gary Strider, and uh, there was one bit where he's doing his muscle pose down, and he's got like a top hat and a cane, and it's Vince. They're going, talk about a night on the town. <laughs> weird. Stop being love- weird. <laughs> I love seeing clips of him doing commentary because he'd be like, he was just orgasmic over the whole thing. Wow. (laughs) Yes. You always knew because, and it makes sense because Vince is always the company guy as Vince, as Hogan with his mates around having some crisps. Um, You always knew where um, Vince's loyalties lay, where he wanted to own the company because you listen to him on commentary and he'd just be very over the top for certain people and you go, that's the guy you want us to cheer in it. Well, we won't. (laughs) I, uh, there was this old clip I saw of Vince McMahon. Um, not, sh- 
not sure if he owned the company by that point, but um, it was on an old episode of David Letterman. They were doing a, a bit called like the the late night baby, where they were just like on New Year's, like going to the hospital to like names, like to like talk to people who were giving birth to be like, can we name one the late night baby? And um, Vince McMahon, for whatever reason, was like hosting this so he's like at the hospital like interviewing like fathers to be about like the late night baby and can we make them the late night baby like nobody knows who the fuck he is and they're like what it's very good vince is vince is very well known for having sort of half an idea and just starting before we we actually know what the end result is he I was mean, always very good that at that was his idea i think maybe they were on the same network okay. or something and like david letterman's people approached him but like it's very weird seeing it because he's he's so young and like everyone's like what <laughs> excuse me <laughs> his name is zeus by the way he whispered it very zeus. delicately look at that face that's a that's a zeus. And, oh, and, and he's and hogan knows his destiny <laughs> <laughs> his, his, Close up. His love Some destiny. Very rough faces. Top story in the paper Thriller next day. Or killer in Bugger the sports off. newspaper. It's sports paper. <laughs> hey, have you picked sports up sports today? today? <laughs> <laughs> Why would a newspaper just be called sports? <laughs> Maybe this is they just pulled. They all pulled it out of a section, a sports <laughs> section in there. No, I like to think that. I like to think that. That this is this this movie is so up its own backside that they've gone. Would you believe it? Wrestling was the top story in the world yesterday, <laughs> and our ratings are number today. one. <laughs> Did he just? Does he have a bust of himself in this <laughs> yeah. room? Did he just go past a bust of himself? It's so good. It's a great. It's a great trope. It's a great trope. He was good in um, Ghostbusters Two as well. He was in that. A, playing a similar guy like that kind of yeah he always plays this kind of guy <laughs> do you think he always wished to play an action hero and he never got a chance to i don't know he got a late start in acting he was like in his 30s which is is really late to get known and it was uh an episode of knight rider was his first roles where he plays a cameraman and he goes like the tar the car talks <laughs> and uh yeah and he delivered so that line so well it's like we need him forever Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got a real uh, great success story. Like, if you're going to make it and, like, if you can get good work just being that guy forever, like, take it. Mm. It's a steady paycheck. Yeah, that's it. You just And he's always busy. Do what you do. Do what you do and do it well. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. So here we have... The, the chainmail tank top. That can't be protecting you in any way. Yeah, it, it, it looks like, if anything, it's going to chafe. Who's, who's just shooting these flames in the air? <laughs> There's some guy around the back with a pyro button. <laughs> I'm a bit, oh, I like he's got, Oh, I thought it was a barbell. What is that? It's a like big a, a wrench. Man. A big wrench? It's a big old wrench, I think. Or is it, <laughs> is it a chunk of pipe? Is it like a mace? Maybe it's a regular size wrench and they're actually really small. That's the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> twist. Is that He's everybody's pocket Lister. size? This guy's called Tiny Lister. That's, that's the uh, that's the handicap match. They put him in a shrinking machine and then they have to. <laughs> and Peter Dinklage comes in. It's just like, all right, <laughs> I got this, lads. It's on me now. Why is he filming a film? Never mind. That'll be what it'll be. So, uh, you mentioned you mentioned stuff with uh, that guy with the glasses. We're not going to talk about that. It's fine. Uh, but was it was it there where you met Phalus, or did you guys meet before? 
No, we met through that. Um, yeah. We, yeah, we knew who each other was, though. It's kind of funny. I was familiar with stuff that he'd done before I knew him, like, in middle school. Like, I'd seen, like, he used to do voices in, like, this cartoon called Eskimo Bob. It was a Flash cartoon that his friends made, and he would do the fish in the spaceship voice. I used to watch that with my friends in middle school. I would see his, like, Dragon Ball Z parody stuff. Like, just randomly, I would see these before I actually knew who he was. And, um, yeah, he, uh, we, we were doing, we used to do, like, streams of movies and shows and stuff, and he would show up on them, and we started talking through that, and... Now we're engaged. Oh, now, uh, I have to ask, that what was the, can you remember the first time you guys spoke? It... I don't remember if it was a MAGFest or if it was at one of the anniversary movies that we did for That Guy with the Glasses. It might have been MAGFest. Um, yeah, we, I think he was just hanging with his friends and we said hi. And I think I thought he didn't like me. Oh, <laughs> like, right. Because I made some joke and he's just kind of, he's really dry and kind of deadpan. And so, like, I think like he, he made some joke about it. And, and we didn't know each other and he's kind of shy. So I think I thought that. But, um, yeah, we, we, we talked on streams, but we also hung out during the anniversary movie, the third one that, that we were both in. And that was before we were dating. But we did hang out quite a bit and, and shoot some stuff together because, like, yeah, we still got along then before we were dating <laughs> i guess you get along before you're dating it helps presumably too. that's kind of how you get that's kind of how you get there doesn't it yeah <laughs> and you know to to, to stay to stay, stay on the love channel for just a brief moment longer um is there a moment where you kind of went actually i like you and i really like you was there a little <laughs> i like this is like kind of i like you more than i like you kind of moment we d yeah we i mean I don't. I, I don't know if it was a specific moment. It was just like we um we just kind of got each other and we got a lot of the same jokes and liked a lot of the same things and um yeah he kind of asked me like because I just gotten like I just broken up with someone and I think like I'd said like I wasn't really looking to to date anyone right away and at one point like he asked me he's like you know maybe like w when you're ready like would you consider going out with me and I was like yeah. And then, like, I, he was like, all right, we're together now. But then I didn't think we were together yet. And so we were kind of confused about, like, when the actual start of our dating was. <laughs> but he, it was so cute, like, because he was so excited about it. You know, like, he's like, oh, this is, like, the happiest day of my life. This is great. And, yeah, oh, what he's a just guy. so sweet. He's, no, he's ace. He's, um, we, we, we had a great chat for Desert Island Graps, which will be on the, on the channel next month, which I'm very excited to share with people. And almost as excited... <laughs> As Hulk Hogan is. Yeah, I was excited as Hulk Hogan is to fight these baddies with pancakes. Why is there just whole, like, cut watermelon <laughs> just sitting on the diner table or counter? In the event of a robbery. <laughs> it's there, Allison, in case they get robbed. And there's, it's either that or an expensive burglar alarm. Yeah, that's just a classic. Which if you're was gonna the have first like a film? food fight, you, you slide them across the counter like that. Oh, it's an easy one. I want to yeah. know which was the first film to do the throw you across the diner bit. It had to be like a film in the 20s, surely. I, you know, I have nothing to back this up. I feel like it was a Western. Mm. You know, we see it in Westerns, right? Like, yeah. Where they're like sliding them across the shot glasses. And they're going ding, 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 
He yeah. does his little shocker pose. Well done, lad. And now he's comfort. Something about his big meaty arms around her. Just like, I will comfort you. But I will- <laughs> comfort mode activated. Rest into my chest. It's okay now. Cling tenaciously to my buttocks, brother. <laughs> yeah, of- applause. Isn't Hulk Hogan Hooray. great? Every I mean, Rip. Isn't Rip great, everybody? I like I, her earrings, too. Oh, and, and this is the moment where she goes, maybe I'm in love with him as well. Oh, my God. I feel, ah, I feel like ah, this lady was such, Hulk Hogan. She was such a trooper for doing this, especially these, like, <laughs> these hotel scenes. Oh, this bit. Yeah. Oh, this is God, a good... this is... It's, there is a, ah. a sensational bit coming up. Man. Fight with your emotions. I just can't help. I'm in love with Hulk. I mean, Rip. The, the script says I'm in love with Hulk Hogan. Is that right? Oh, just change it to Rip, brother. <laughs> Shorts. State of him. <laughs> that is a man that forgot to pack his pajamas. So he's just throwing on his T-shirt and his pants. Wrestling fashion is very good, too. You know, I love when the wrestlers come out in their casual outfits and it'll be like a weird dicky thing or like they're like, I'm going to do the tank top, but with the speedo. So it looks like I just forgot pants today. (laughs) We're sadly long gone from the Zubaz era, but I missed the Zubaz era of wrestling. There, there was one match. I I couldn't tell you uh, which uh, episode of Raw this was, but um, uh, Road Dog comes out. And I think he just forgot to put shoes on. Like, he just real quick had to cut. Like, he's like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be out there. So he runs out to do some interference or something. And he's wearing, like, sweats and then just, like, socks, but no <laughs> shoes. So he's running out, like, wrestling people in his, like, white socks. It that sounds ridiculous. about right. That sounds about right, to be fair. <laughs> they're plucking you know up what? the courage I really, I really like Road Dog, not necessarily yeah. for his wrestling, though he is good. But I just think he just seems like a nice guy to me. He just seems like he's like a bro. He's always um, he's he's very light back. Now that looks like he's wearing women's underwear. That looked like he was wearing women's underwear. That looked like he had an Ann Summers model going on. <laughs> oh God. Well, well, well. Da, 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 da. Well, I—I I don't know about you, Alison, but I feel pregnant now. I—I <laughs> I feel pregante now. <laughs> looking at Hulk Hogan, looking at me, I feel pregante. Oh my God, her underwear is really bad too, though. That eighties underwear—that looks like it would fit Hogan. It's—it's it's about the size of his shorts. <laughs> This—he looks like a monster. <laughs> It looks like they're doing a forced perspective and he's a giant. This has gone very art house. <laughs> Pull this back, brother. Could you not, one of you sleep on the floor? Could you, could you not ring room service and say, could you send a Z bed up? Could yeah. you, you could do that. You, you, you've yeah. made work for yourself by having to do it this way. It looks like the itchy blanket too. Oh, that looks like a really uncomfortable, looks like an uncomfortable bed to be honest. It's a really ugly looking hotel room in general. I bet it's haunted as well. <laughs> this is like the and leftovers seventies stink of the eighties, where they got lots of like beige and wood paneling that like <laughs> not very appealing to the eye. When flavor of the month was asbestos. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then then if only they could see eye too. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> 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 
this is good shit. This is good shit, Hulk. Brother, 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 Keep brother, brother. Terry. Oh, God. Oh, no. Don't look. Just leave. Just leave. Leave. Leave the film. It you doesn't. You don't want to know don't what's look. behind that shit. You don't want to know. It's, a, it's even worse. What is going What? It's no. Why would you do that? It's worth. <laughs> Why is he wearing little panties, though? Why is he wearing little Because he's a little tease, isn't he? <laughs> it's like, I gotta get my sexiest outfit for this scene. <laughs> I'd like a close up of the feet to imply it's his ass? <laughs> I think so. Or to imply that he was balancing two eggs on the end of the bed, maybe making breakfast. <laughs> I kind of hope that we'd get this bit and it'd be daybreak and he'd still be going. <laughs> Oh, he's, like, he's still going. <laughs> he's worked out all night. He never stops. He ne- all right. <laughs> Christ. Put it away, this, Oak. This, the string bikini <laughs> is quite a choice in, I know the, it's... in the salmon color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, brother, brother. What are the odds? What Incredible. Are, what are the odds of that happening? I mean, now, do you think this was this was Vince or uh, Terry Bollea's choice? Oh, I I wonder I wonder who wrote. Then Hulk Hogan lies naked in the bed with the woman after doing his brilliant workout. I wonder who wrote that line. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> this bit. Terry, we've taken this scene out three times. You keep putting it back in. <laughs> I think it's just crucial to the plot, brother. That- <laughs> Like Tommy was so in the room, like I have to show everything. <laughs> I did not hit her, brother. I did not. I did not. <laughs> Hi, Marks. <laughs> Hi, Marks. That's good. <laughs> so I want now Hogan to walk in in his in his thong. It's like I'm just, brother. I'm trying to find another room in this hotel. Turns out we're in the same building. <laughs> Well, that's uh, any given day at a magfest. You just see Hulk Hogan walking around a thong. And, like, happens. You've been to many mag. You've been to a few magfests now, haven't you? You've. Uh... I, well, I used to go every year. I don't anymore because it got kind of just booked oh, up immediately. But oh, jeez. Unpleasant man. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So there's there's. Biz- you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 got to sleep with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Both hands on the wall in the zoom-in for no reason. <laughs> it was the zoom-in reser- reserved for the ghost has just entered the room. <laughs> POV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where... This Please is where save she, me, Hulk. Save me, Hulk, you massive armed legend. <laughs> Terry, did you put that in? I so- have a little artfully placed bruise. <laughs> <laughs> if only your strong arms were there. And you're really good at singing. What? What has that got to do with this? <laughs> I didn't write we that. lost another Hulkamaniac <laughs> today. <laughs> I must show you this. I bought this today for a, a, a podcast that we do where we watch old episodes of Monday Night Raw. During the podcast, I saw it on eBay, and it's a cassette of the WWF superstar singing Slam Jam. It was just in front of me there yeah. as we were singing. And it's incredible because it's Stock Aitken and Waterman who gave us some of the best British music of the decade and executive producer Simon Cowell 
So Cowell's on board with that. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell is behind the oh, wrestling man. music. Was that the one they did like some some crazy music videos for it too, didn't they, with all the wrestlers? Yes, uh, where they were all on a uh, on a building site being men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a woman walked past and they're like, oh, oh, for God's sake. Can we not, though? Oh, sorry. Wait, is he? Oh, hang on. This this is it. I hate the way I was treated. Oh, they, what? That was they they they're together now. That's that's a thing now. When a woman says no, she really means yes. <laughs> brother, 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 brother. It's good brother. to do this right after she was assaulted by a man. <laughs> I feel like she's at her most vulnerable here, brother. <laughs> oh, the eighties. Oh, we're 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 back with Sally Jesse Raphael. This man claims to be the first. I love the. The little frame picture of Mark Pellegrino also. <laughs> it's very good. Is that WBF stuff behind Tiny Lister? Or there's uh, bodybuilding pictures, definitely. Oh, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Vince had just said, hey, I'm doing this bodybuilding thing. Can we, can we get some <laughs> plugs in there for it? <laughs> See, the era that I'm watching of wrestling, it's past the WBF era, but going into the XFL era, which I'm excited about. Oh, you are about to see some. Uh, w, what we learn from the XFL is, is is basically those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Because Vince Vince can only do wrestling, and he <laughs> hates that. Like he is so sad that he only can do wrestling well. Everything else he's tried that isn't wrestling has fallen. And no matter how hard he tries, he wants to be like this entertainment magnate when really he will always be the wrestling guy and it just eats him alive. Eats him what alive. He... I'm sorry, what is Hogan doing with all the children? I wasn't paying attention. Why, He's why teaching is he them just to holding... sing. But then, you know, oh, I... And then like Mark Pellegrino's a clown next yeah. to him. <laughs> we, we, know, we know they lost another Hulkamaniac. They now need to find one to replace him. It's one in, one out. You have to have an exact number. All right. For the kids, that's that was one of my favorite parts of the um the Baywatch Bash at the Beach uh, crossover with WCW, where they had uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, Macho Man, Ric Flair, uh, Big Van Vader. Um, uh, who was the other one? Kevin. Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. Taskmaster, yeah. Yeah, Taskmaster. Kevin, the the Taskmaster Sullivan. Um, when they, uh, at the end, when Hulk Hogan wins, like, he's like, we did it for the kids at the rec center! Yeah, for the children! We won! <laughs> it's always for the All kids. Right. Yeah. I want one of those kids I'll, just I'll to protect you kids <laughs> from Zeus! With my extra long, my rip them! Don't get, don't get closer! <laughs> my sweat coming through my shirt! <laughs> I've come to, I would not let my kids near a guy with a t-shirt that said, rip them. Rip them. No. It's a no from me. <laughs> It's a no from me. <laughs> it's a no from me, dog. With that Baywatch episode, um, there was I, there, there is the conversation that there was heat between Hulk and Hoff. And oh, yeah. well, that's that why was Hoff... just me speculating. But mm. since then, see, I was speculating because there's never any scenes between the two of them. It kind of seemed like Hasselhoff was ashamed of that plot, <laughs> and maybe their egos could not be contained. But I did read an interview with Hasselhoff later, and this is uh, within the last few years, mm. where he was talking about a movie they were going to do together. But then um, the whole racism thing happened, so Hulk Hogan was uh, removed from the film that they were in, and um, and Hasselhoff was talking about it, and he was saying that they were like great buddies, they've been friends for years, he was sad about the whole situation, so 
I don't know. Well, I don't know if maybe later they became friends or maybe. Well, well, Hogan Hogan has a lot of fair weathered friends uh, that kind of come That's and go. True. Yeah. Um, it was it, Ta- Taskmaster has a podcast because everyone does, and uh, oh, yeah? it was the other. It was back in February. He talked about this, and uh, he talked about the episode of Baywatch they did, and uh, he says according to Sullivan, Baywatch star David Hasselhoff had an issue with Hulk Hogan when Hulk oh. starred on the series. Hogan appeared in the episode Bash at the Beach, which we know. Uh, he said David Sullivan says uh, Kevin Sullivan says the people on Baywatch were super. They were very nice. The only thing I think was. The only thing I think there was some animosity between Hasselhoff and Hogan. Hasselhoff was not in that episode, if you recall. He didn't even come round to see Hulk. I think he was jealous of Hulk. Pamela was wonderful to everybody. She came out and talked to everybody. She was really great. All the production people were great. It was a great time. I really enjoyed it. But no Hoff. I can't believe my speculation was 100% what happened. You were on the money, Alison. <laughs> oh, my God. Hoff, Hoff it felt his power suspicious. diminished. By the arrival of Hulk, yeah, Hasselhoff had uh, he had some some ego as well. He did have some jealousy issues, especially concerning Pamela Anderson and some of the more well endowed women. Um, but also, I think he he just wanted the show to be taken more seriously. He wanted it to be this whole wholesome family show, and I guess he didn't want this big wrestling thing. Uh, what we've just seen here is um, she was about to get assaulted. It was Hulk's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, Thank good. God uh, the, the American badass assault. was there. <laughs> Lol, you fell over my bike, brother. <laughs> Rip him. It was like she was getting assaulted and he like he burst into existence. Like she summoned him. <laughs> oh, the, ass tra- the, the POV with the ass between the legs. Very good. <laughs> oh, he's riding on the front of the bike. <laughs> Hogan's having a lovely time beating up this this nasty yeah. piece of work. Hey, good for that stunt guy. He did a Whoa. lovely job. And again, Hogan, you know what? He's he's kept his colour scheme throughout. I can't fault him for commitment to the colour scheme. Mm-hmm. Like nice pastely blue, some white in there, and some flunkies chasing you know, him in a car. You know another story about that uh that Baywatch thing. Um, so originally they asked the WWF about this crossover. Baywatch was the one that approached them. Mm. And, uh, but they told them that they would do it. This is classic for exposure. <laughs> like uh... we can't pay you, but it'll do like some good, like promotion for you. And WWF was like, um, no. And then WCW was like, hell yeah, we'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> We're in there. Sign us up. Hulk, get over there. Another one of their great financial decisions. Right. Hulk, I mean, to be honest with you, Hulk Hogan at that point, if they said, do you want to be in Baywatch? He'd have, he'd have, he'd have been on the set by the time they'd said Bay. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan and Baywatch, they're like this. He um, Thunder of Paradise was from the Baywatch producers, so it was a, a Baywatch with Hulk Hogan, uh, which they attempted to repeat with that um, Shadow Warriors 1 and 2 film. They tried to recreate a bit of that. Magic. A bit of that thunder in paradise magic, but uh... <laughs> <Is> there, <gasps> with the series Baywatch, um, you're, you're with Bay watching. Is there anything that obviously the Hoff Hulk Heat being one of them? Is there anything you've learned about Baywatch that that has surprised you in your in the process of doing the series? <laughs> See. I- I always forget, like, everything leaves my mind. I mean, there's been a lot of interesting stuff yeah. that I found out. Like, um, I know a couple of the actors found a body washed up on the beach one time. What? <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. Um, Jeez. 
What Not you... all of them are bad stories. You know, okay, so this is a bit of a spoiler for people who, um, who, uh, watch Baywatching, but, uh, there's a, caf- a character called Stephanie Holden. She's the main character that's, uh, throughout the whole show. And eventually, uh, her character dies. And when her character died, it was because the actress just, she just begged to be killed off. She's like, please, please just kill me off. Please. She didn't want to do it um, anymore. She didn't want to do it anymore. And the thing was, she was, like, um, a more kind of sporty, um masculine character i guess she had like very small boobs and short brown hair and there were some people behind the scenes that were kind of like pushing for her to get boob job and stuff like that being kind of shitty so she's like all right just kill me off please and then when they killed her off she sat in on the scene for her own funeral (laughs) dressed in a blonde wig being that exact like big boob blonde character they wanted her to be It's the only chance you get to be good. at your own funeral, I guess. Right? Yeah. I'd take it. I'd be in the background. I'd be in the background. I, although I'd be more I'd be more inclined to be more blatantly myself with like a fake mustache and some glasses on. Just to add a little bit of intrigue. Just to be like, <laughs> did he really die? Did he really die? Is he really there? <laughs> just, 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 just to mix things up a little bit. So uh, we, a key bit there, yes. Randy is Randy's in bother. Hulk, Rip's brother, little boy Randy, Mark, Mark San Pellegrino sparkling water um he's got him and there's trouble oh man and they're in the spark factory there's always sparks going on in these places sparks flying between randy and zeus guess who this is it's mark pellegrino there is something and and i can't help the conspiracy theory i can't help in uh in believe this so like there was a lot of beef over the years between hulk hogan and macho man randy savage like they constantly yeah. bickered like they, when when they were making money they were best friends when they weren't they hated each other i can't <laughs> help but feel that naming rip's little bitch brother randy <laughs> oh <laughs> i can't help but feel that's that's very deliberate oh man i didn't think about that it's that's very funny. it's a very vince and hogan thing to do yeah they're not above being <laughs> dickheads like that. Yeah, yeah. And just to say, I oh, right. I think there's something to that. Randy got beaten up by Zeus. See if you're taking out some Slim Jims. This is pre-Slim Jim stuff. <laughs> it is pre that lucrative Slim Jim deal. <laughs> and he's now dead. He's not, but he's not well. Looks like his head's I was, uh, I was watching some... Oh my God. Some acting is going to happen. <laughs> Big acting. Look at this sweaty uh-huh. acting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a comedy expel of dust when they shake like a bottle that's empty. <laughs> they were both trying. And then he's like, no one out me. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't I in this scene, brother? <laughs> oh, no. Ah, they did a scene without Randy. me, dude. <laughs> Randy, no. <laughs> My ah. brother, Randy. If this is everybody go- betray me, I'm fed up with this world. Alison, how much, how amazing would it be if this goes into into um into flash dance, or he starts dancing in the in, in the in the burnt out car park? <laughs> Was it flash dance I'm thinking of, or is it dirty dancing, where like oh, they I get he gets really cross and it's the scene gets really cross and starts dancing aggressively. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen either one of those. Oh, I... I'm a terrible '80s movie fan. <laughs> Well, I, I I think it's I'm getting that vibe. I've seen this him. movie twice, but I haven't seen Flashdance or Dirty Dancing. <laughs> it's the right order. <laughs> oh my if god! I, if I stand still, he won't see uh... me. 
He's not there. Oh. He's just lost his mind. Oh, it was the old trick. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, ever, do you not hate that, Alison, when you walk into a room thinking your friend's there and you're like, hey, how you doing? How's your day been? Great to see you. Turns out it's just a projection on the wall. Hate when that happens. Isn't that just the way? It's just, I spent three hours talking to my mate the other night and it turned out he'd put a projector in and it wasn't even uh, him. I thought he was chattier than normal. What are they, do, what are they doing this for? This like, is they're just like, pervert Eventually cam. he'll be on our, our show. I don't even, like, originally the whole idea was they wanted to win Rip over and then they've gone, we're going to yeah. beat get somebody that can beat Rip up. And yeah, I, I guess they're like, we will humiliate him and ruin his career because he has insulted us. And now they're saying, right, okay, we've got our champion. He's better than you. Come beat him, dickhead. And Rip's gone, <laughs> no, I don't want to fight. I don't want to be on your network. It's crap. And so they've gone, all right, we've beat up your brother. Now what are you going to do? <laughs> and any businessman should still go, I'm going to sue you for damages. And I'm still not going <laughs> to fight on your network. <laughs> This is based on a true story. Bullseye. Oh my god! <laughs> you can Perfect see the guy game. pull it back. You Aww. can kind of see like the slope. Someone's pulling back that, yeah, that yeah. pole. That was gorgeous. Gorgeous. I loved it. What is a film, Alison, that you watched? And there's Randy, by the way. Just uh, we've lost another Hulkamaniac. <laughs> We need another Hulkamaniac. We've got to replace two now. <laughs> it's, the, it's the dramatic acting that really brings you back. I'll no. avenge you, brother. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's acting so hard. Such good acting. <laughs> got to avenge him. Oh, <laughs> into brother. the fist. I can't stop thinking about the little brothers. I, I'm going to cry if I look at you too much. Just... Burp. <laughs> <laughs> Quick! Oh, I fell asleep during the scene. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that wasn't Hogan going. Look at Randy. That was Hogan going. What? What? Okay, sorry, brother, brother, brother. Oh, he is crying. They've added some tears. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle the water on in between Hogan. cuts. In between cuts, they splash some water in his eyes. He cried. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have an onion cutter on the scene. Who just stands there and makes makes a lovely oh, spaghetti? Look, it's a tear falling down his face. Yes. Oh, oh my god. Oh, the tinsel that really brings up the, the quality of the program. I mean, this is what a lot of wrestling looks like during the lockdown era. I'll be honest. In terms of like the the, the crowd numbers, the the, yeah, the, the just, general uh, sadness. They even have a bunch of screens up there. It just seems quite sad. And I think oh there's some. Oh my god, punching cinder blocks! And now we get the. Tr and now this, right? <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about the rehab. <laughs> so, what we have here, again, is just how how bloody brilliant Hulk Hogan is, right? Because Zeus is training for the fight of his life. Hogan can't train, he has to be by Randy's side all the yeah. time. Uh -huh. Maybe if he was, like, lifting Randy in the air to help him with rehab and also to work out, he could have hit two birds with one stone. <laughs> Using Randy as a workout tool, like yeah. he's Daniel Radcliffe in Swiss Army Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the tiger striped pants. He's playing on an Atari. I don't know if those were Zubas. I think they were t tights, but... They're, they're Hogan's bit... not really a Zubas guy. He's got to show off the muscles, the he's, shape. Yeah, he's he's kind of like kind of like the sister of Zubas. At, at least one snake was harmed in the making of those trousers. <laughs> so this is so Hogan has agreed to the fight at this point. 
I think he has anyway. He's like, all right, I'll come on your stupid network and I'll have your stupid fight. None of this, none of this holds up under any oh, no. legal, legal terms. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very in keeping with wrestling. Like the whole idea of like this man has, has done your family harm and threatened to kill you, and you've he's thrown a school bus full of children off a plane. What are you going to do about it? Well, I'm going to get him in the ring and hold him down for three seconds. That will solve everything. Wrestling. <laughs> Thanks for subscribing to Cultaholic, where we talk about <laughs> wrestling and take it very seriously. I do want to recommend a wrestling film. Oh, please uh, do. I wish. Okay, so you, you're going to have to look at um, uh, Gangrel's IMDb for this, because I'm totally spacing on it. It's a Christmas movie that he did. Oh. And then, like, Gangrel is, like, he's the, the, the final boss at the Gingerbread Brawl. So they have Gingerbread a Gingerbread Brawl, and he plays a Viking-type wrestler. I'm going to look it up, because I'm recommending it. I don't even fucking remember the name of the movie. Uh, Gangrel doesn't have a, a high, a long list um, of credits. Is it, um, I've, ty- I've typed in David, David Heath, but will he come up as Gangrel? If you look up Gangrel, they'll bring it to David Heath. They're like, we, we got you, fam. Uh, okay, that's fine. I was trying to be clever and type his real name in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for the name of the movie right now. Here we go. I suppose how dark it's got in this room. Here he is. Catch of the day. No, it's not that. What was he doing? Saving Christmas. Saving Christmas. He played Tucker Von Magnus. <laughs> And if you want to see Gangrel at the Gingerbread Brawl, (laughs) (laughs) Saving Christmas. But it's different than there's a couple Saving Christmases, but that one. Tom DiNucci directed. Well, that's exciting. (laughs) It's got a couple other wrestlers. Um, I think The Miz is in it, maybe? Oh, that sounds like something Miz. Tommy Dreamer's in it. Mike Bennett's in it. Oh, wow, there's some decent folks in it. Maria, yeah, Mike and Maria Canellis are in it. Lovely stuff. Oh, nice. Is it ostensibly a wrestling film or is it kind of, I mean, I mean, to be honest with you, we watched, we watched Money Plane on a, on a previous one of these. Oh my God. I just saw Money Plane like a week ago. Oh, <laughs> it was so bad. Frasier Crane <laughs> as top baddie against Edge. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, it's not really much of a wrestling film, to be honest. Saving Christmas That's is a fine. lot of like kids using gadgets to save the day. And then it culminates in them going to this gingerbread brawl and then sort of becomes a wrestling film in the last act for some reason. And Santa also, show- it's got Ed Asner as Santa again, because that's just his career now. Obviously. Um, uh, Santa is in the wrestling ring as well. <laughs> so I love it too, because the, the, um, the match is like... Uh, it, it, they they pitch it between Tucker Von Magnus and this their uh, top babyface, and then he the babyface shows up and like uh, in video just saying like sorry I can't be there I'm injured and everyone boos him like they're like you show up even you though you're suck. injured boo boo we hate you and then the movie acts like he is in the wrong for like not showing up because he's injured <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> I like how angry they get for him. For him being injured. So this is the final showdown. This is Hulk and everyone's Rip. In, everyone's in formal outfits. And like I th- they're at a black tie event. I think this is this another wrestling? Vince thing. Like Vince, again, desperate to kind of be considered amongst the glitterati <laughs> and the high society. So painting this image of like how posh wrestling is. What a lovely posh night of the wrestling for dignified the- <laughs> people. 
Does he think, like, wrestling is, like, when you see, like, uh, this is a stock plot in shows where there's, like, a gladiator episode, and then you have, like, people who pay, like, a lot of money to go to, like, illegal gladiator matches where they're forced to fight to the death. It's always, like, people with wine glasses and formal I, outfits. I mean, I mean, there's a bit of, I think there's a bit of that with Vince. He's a complicated being, is Vince McMahon. <laughs> Oh, he's got knee pads. Good. It's yeah, good. one must be protected in a fight to the death. You don't want your knees going out before you've killed the man. I mean, that just looks like a cumbersome outfit. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like uh, Big Van Vader's like big like hat and stuff. His helmet that he wears and the big shoulders. Oh, I love it when he's got the big mastodon thing on with the elephant head yeah. and the smoke coming yeah, out of it. Yeah, he makes like the smoke come out of it. Yeah. The more the more extra Vader is, the better. Oh, his eyebrows <laughs> coming off. <laughs> well that's awkward for everybody involved <laughs> it's so funny too like trying to make this like classier with all of the like the high society folks in the audience but then it's just like a bunch of like high school prom tinsel in the background yeah it's just it's, it doesn't quite know what it again it's in keeping with Vince it doesn't quite know what it wants to be it would have been better if it was like a huge crowd and not like a small crowd of richer people like oh yeah they paid extra dollars to be at this match. I like how the, uh, the the title is is the WWF Championship, but with a different colored strap. So again, it's just that, just plenty of, uh, plenty of I mean, over-the-top plugs. I mean, this looks about on par with an episode of Glow, though. It's true, actually. <laughs> I loved Glow. I'm so sad that they never picked that up again. I did see a few episodes of like the original Glow because I, I enjoyed the TV show and yeah that was fun. There was a match where um, they brought out a bunch of like um, pies and then the pies were all over the ground and then that that referee could not stay out. He's just slipping in the pies trying to do his job but he just <laughs> the pies were too much. Wrestling's the best when it's bollocks. It truly is. When when you accept that wrestling is bollocks, you have the best time with it. When the eye opens and you go, this is bollocks, it's brilliant. It's the best. It's great because it's like you admire the athleticism because it takes so much work and so much trust in the people that you're working with when it when it goes well anyway. Like you need to trust the people in the ring. But also like there's like the storylines which are just patently ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then like when, when things go wrong, they really go wrong. And the things they ask you to buy like and that they're selling like can be just so crazy. <laughs> and you, you, it's suspending your disbelief is, is sometimes a chore, but we get there. Yeah. Look how strong Zeus is. He's lifted Hulk Hogan 16 feet off the air, off the <laughs> off the ground. Is, uh, is Tiny Lister a convincing wrestler to you? Um, I mean, when he wrestled, when he had like two matches, they kept what he did really, really simple, which is the best thing you can do. So like he had one yeah. match where he came in and just walked straight up to Hogan, did all the uh, ah, ha, ha, grunting, growling, grabbed Hogan mm -hmm. by the throat and just choked him to the ground and got disqualified. Mm -hmm. That was his whole involvement. And it was perfect. I think they did something similar in a cage match he was in where he just kept it to big punches and chokes. As long mm. as they didn't overcomplicate what he was doing, he was fine. Like, he looks okay. imposing. As a, he, sure. He fits in this world. Like, yeah. So, hence why Vince got to the point where he booked him in actual matches and hired him as an actual wrestler. Because he fits uh -huh. in the world. And... Again, but Hogan was never, was never the most complicated wrestler. So it was all about <laughs> yeah. doing as little as you could and getting the most out of it. And I guess that's what made these two work so well together as a thing. He did loads uh, of I stuff. Mean, 
So go on. I think it's kind of interesting when you when you see matches with people who aren't wrestlers with a real wrestler, um, because like. I'm kind of watching the wrestler themselves to see what they're doing because you can see them kind of doing protective moves or going easier on them or like what they're adjusting to make sure this person isn't hurt in this match. Yeah. And I find that kind of interesting just trying to figure out how this is how this works and piece together what they decided they're going to do. It's a, it's a dance and it's done when it's done right it's it's beautifully done. They we had mm -hmm. uh, we had a celebrity match last weekend featuring uh, rap star Bad Bunny, who... Oh, right. Everyone on Twitter was blown up about that. I didn't see the match, but I saw everyone mm. like, Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. He was great. He just... Every, we all just went, that was far better than... It, that was actually far better than it deserved to be. Far better than he, it should have been. He uh, trained for it, though, didn't he? Like, he took some time to oh, actually yeah. train Oh, yeah. And I think that's a big thing. I think with, with wrestlers in general, they, they don't mind people coming into their world as long as they treat it with respect. There's a lot of respect built into it. I, yeah. I I've had I've had one wrestling match in my time. I've had I, I, oh, don't, yeah? I don't wish to have more. I had one, and <laughs> uh, and it was for a local promotion where I work as a wrestling manager, which is the best time. Because uh, awesome. you just go out and go. You all smell. You're all horrible. Get out of my way. Oh it's, yeah. <laughs> it's quite cathartic actually, just to go. Uh -huh. You're all horrible. Being the heel is the best. Oh yeah. god. But then with that, you've got to get your comeuppance. Right. So, well, oh, so, okay. I see where this is going. Yeah, so uh, therefore it got to a point where I had to get involved in a match and I had to take uh -huh. a move. And, and I, I, Did you I, get like power slammed or... I, I, took the, like, I took the safest move. It was a code breaker. It was a Chris Jericho code breaker, uh, which okay. basically means I just duck my head down and then just bounce up in the air. And, oh, I, okay. and I get grabbed a couple of times, but that's the big one that I do. But I went to training just for the sake of that. Like, oh, okay. just I went to training because I thought, well, one, because I'd like to do it without dying or, or hurting sure. anybody else. Yeah, and especially also, if you're going toward your head, you want to make sure you're yeah, safe. Yeah, and because it's a respect thing as well. Like, I, I'm in their world. I don't want them to think I'm just, I'm, a, I'm disrespecting what they do. I want to come and learn how to do it well and, and show, show that I, I respect it. Well, that's great, especially because, you know, you do so much content talking about wrestling. It's nice that you kind of went into that world a little bit to experience it. I could never do it. Because I would be worried that one day I'd be in a sound stage getting <laughs> garroted. <laughs> can't possibly. This can't be legal in the match. Can they use weapons? Is this part uh, of the? They, think, Surely you'd be disqualified at this I think, point. I think it's a yellow card. If if he was to stab Hogan with a pipe, it's a yellow card. Oh, run in. <laughs> Legally, you can murder someone. It's not against the rules. No. Of the match. <laughs> it's, it doesn't. It doesn't say the dog can't play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Why we never think of that? What is now? That looks quite fun. This, yeah. <laughs> Stay down <laughs> there. The head. Yeah. It's a love this story. Is like a move that like the giant or the yeti might use. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, it, wrestling. Wrestling loves this kind of oh, that is grabbing he's, he's near gonna the crush crotch. His head. <laughs> Look he's at gonna that. He's barely holding spin it. it. <laughs> We're meant to now believe that broke Rip's neck. Oh, he's all right though. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. But he's seen the woman of his dreams. And that has lit a fire. <laughs> oh my god! And oh my god. The acting! <gasps> Randy's <Yes>. moving! Randy, <laughs> yes! Randy, stand up! Randy twisted twiddled his finger. Yes, yeah! Uh, this is the point where you see Randy bravely stand up and Zeus just punches him into the ground. <laughs> that that's done. 
But this is uh, this is the most I think I've ever seen Hogan on the back foot. I think in anything. <laughs> the o- the actually no, the only other time that Hulk Hogan sold less was to Jay Leno. <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah, he gets it. He gets it. It was a match with Jay. Oh my God. He gets Fell into the jiffy pop. That is a sweaty boy there. That is a sweaty boy. And as we and as we scream, here we go. This is the big comeback now. This is the. He doesn't Hulk up here because he's not Hulk. He's Rip. Remember. He's ripping up. He rips up. <laughs> he, he rips a big one. He, he rips. <laughs> Yeah! Don't! Kurt Fuller, yes! Don't rip up! Yes, yes, yes. Stop him from (laughs) ripping up! No! If he rips one out! The guy with the cigar, like... (laughs) Stan Hansen from earlier on! (laughs) Sophisticated now. Yes! I love how much these people are into this. (laughs) When wrestling gets you like this, it's a treat. Turn around, bright eyes! This acting is so good. <laughs> it's just very Hogan. <laughs> is he going to do the this point? Is 200%. Does he do the point? He does a point in wrestling and he goes, you do the, do the point. No, he doesn't do the point. That's sad. It's my favorite part. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Randy's moved a <sighs> finger, so it's all good. <laughs> this is... It's a miracle. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh. You're the best around. I like I'd like to know who did like I like people who write music for these scenes in action movies because there's a real I I'd like to know whether they enjoy their work. I'd like to think they do. Yeah, that's got to be fun. Mm. I'd like to think so. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And he broke the goddamn ring. Because oh he's God. such a beefy boy. So were you expecting this to go the way that it has? Is this as a... Did you expect Hogan to come back from this? Because I know Zeus really had him on the ropes for a while. <laughs> I don't know. I thought for sure Zeus was going to be the winner in this one. But it looks like he's making a comeback. <laughs> Save that way. I feel like if they if they had a... <laughs> he's he's going to burst a blood vessel. <laughs> Yeah! Fun story, that's his finishing yeah. move in Japan. There's a fun little wrestling fact. Hogan's re- finishing move in Japan? He doesn't do a leg drop, he does what's called an axe bomber, which is when oh. he runs at them with that That's move. interesting, having so. a different finisher in Japan. I, I, I guess because it saves wear and tear on his legs, because the whole reason he stopped wrestling was because his hips gave out. <laughs> from, oh, doing, okay. from doing 300 leg drops a year, he just de- oh, did his legs in. But he's... Oh, oh no! <laughs> Good God! Save Randy! <laughs> this is this is some it's excellent. Greeno's finest hour. It really is. <laughs> Supernatural fans watch this because they're like, I want to see what else Mark Pellegrino's done. <laughs> he played the devil, you know. <laughs> and I like, the devil's in the detail with the way he lay down. This is it yeah. now. All the posh people are out of there. They don't want anything to do with this absolute you, you, nonsense. He, he was just looking forward to Knight Rider 2010. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, then, it's gonna, then things are going to like, just start working out for me. <laughs> and Hogan's dead. Mm. Which would you say, again, as a movie aficionado, um, is your favorite action movie trope? 
Is there one that you just love that you see in all movies of this ilk that you love? Action movie trope. Uh, I do like jumping away from explosions. Yeah. Um, I like uh, when they get unconventional weapon and it's the big badass moment. <laughs> They're going to use the like the big Tommy gun or something ridiculous like that. A rocket launcher. Um, fight scenes that take place in kitchens. Oh, like that nice. happens a lot and that's very good. I mean, they had the they had the food fight in the diner, which I feel I feel is spiritually that. I just like when people are like, "I'm gonna throw a pie or a popcorn or whatever that couldn't possibly hurt anyone, but they gotta sell it." They and they and it's they they sent like it's like it's containing small pieces of iron filings <laughs> in it. Oh, this is this is very good. This ending of this, I love the ending of this. He's lost his. He's so angry that. But think what's what's annoying is, and this is this is the madness. He wanted he wanted rip on his network. He got it. Yeah. And he switched it off. Well, he wants to kill him. It's personal now. It's, he yeah. wants him dead. It's just exploding behind him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saved the kingdom, yes. brother. The absolute artistry. But sadly, none of this is being recorded now because the network, there's network tech difficulties. Well, it's good because it saves Hulk from some jail time. I think <laughs> if it was recorded, um, he'd have to answer for a lot of things. Like what's about to happen here, which is yeah, the yeah. the exciting climax and the, the, the comeuppance of the villain. <laughs> uh -huh. Imagine waking up and seeing that bearing down on you. You'd be... <laughs> That's what that woman had to deal with earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. He'd literally rather jump into the electricity <laughs> than face a sweaty Hulk. First of all, the hip twist in the electrocution was very good. Nice. So he just, he murdered a man. He just murdered a man. Oh, is that blood? He just, yeah, there's blood. He's dead. He murdered him. Yay! Yeah! Death! Applause for the murder! Look Hooray! at the dead bodies! Yes! Rip, yeah. rip, 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 rip! Yeah. yeah, and he's there going, Oh yeah, I did win, brother! Oh, I just killed him! I want him to be walking down, I want him to be sobbing. Sobbing at like the, the, the <laughs> failing of the failing why, of man. Why are you why are you applauding? <laughs> There's so much blood on my hands! Call the doctor! <laughs> Call an ambulance! There's Somebody a dead body. <laughs> dead <Yeah>. body. One <laughs> of the pink turn the stink out. <laughs> He's dead up there. <laughs> and that's how we end it. It's it. He murders someone. They applaud, and he goes, "Yeah, brother, eat your vitamins, drink your milk, <laughs> and kill people you don't like, brother, 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 brother." Kill people you don't like. <laughs> So that was no holes barred. Uh, Alison, I, honestly, this has been a deep joy to watch this <laughs> nonsense with you. Honest to yeah, God. I had a great time. Uh, what's coming up on your channel? What can we expect to see very soon? Right now I'm working on some more Baywatching and I'm getting into Baywatching Night Season 2. That's when the misbegotten spinoff became the X-Files for some reason. <laughs> so It gets good. 
when aliens uh-huh. and nonsense and stuff. It's is it a jump the shark moment? Do you think for Baywatch when it goes down that avenue? I feel like avenue? it kind of is. I mean, they had ghosts and aliens and stuff on normal Baywatch in the past, but never to this degree. So I think like if you can point to a jump the shark moment, it would be this. And uh, if people if if people are hearing you for the first time, I want you to use this time to to plug where they can find you, where they can keep up with all that you're doing and all of that good stuff. Go for it. All right. Well, you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash movie nights, the series, or if you look for Alison Pregler, you can also find me on Twitter under Alison Pregler. Easy. I like how the branding is done that way. Easy to find. Easy to find. (laughs) When we get to, we, we do these every month. Would you at some point like to come back and watch another stupid wrestling film with me? Hell yeah. Yes. That's a dream. You've said it now. It's on record. You can't deny it now. That's it. Thanks for watching No Holes Barred with us. You stay safe. You look after yourselves. Love you. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 